When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Warning. Some of the material you are about to hear contains language that some listeners may find offensive. The following podcast is fictional and is not based on real-life events. This is Play to the Whistle. Good evening, listeners, and thanks for tuning in to the Late Night Football Roundup with WSN, the heart of black country sport. You join me, Johnny Peckerwood, and tonight I have Greg Fiddlesworth alongside me to help me cover the big stories of the day. Evening all. Tonight's coverage sees us travel across the globe as we dig up some of the best stories from the football world. None of this Premier League VAR nonsense. We're only here for the beautiful game. Greg, what's coming up on today's show then? We've got action in a abundance tonight Johnny from across the globe over in Africa we drop in on their day of matches which are still in progress as it stands Kishwahali old boys are leading away to into Mombasa in a game that will see the old boys pick them to the title yes a close battle over there so we'll be keeping a close eye on that one as it unfolds indeed Meanwhile, in Europe, the North Sea Master League has already come to a close as Nordic Warriors beat Drag Wanderers in a classic encounter this afternoon. Both sides qualify for the World Mega Shield, which comes to England in a few weeks' time, but it'll be the Norwegians that claim early bragging rights. Before we dive into all of this, we go out to the Caribbean Mega League, where the action has literally just finished. Johnny, the CML has been through a crazy first season, hasn't it? It's been an absolute whirlwind of a campaign. We've truly seen it all. And in a few moments, we'll be joined by Caribbean football expert Bob Brannigan, who is at Polo Park, where he was watching the managerless Republican Rabbits play their island rivals, Voodoo People, in a third versus fourth match. And of course, the main headline coming out of the Caribbean from last week was how Rabbits manager Tom Meadowcroft storms out this team's match with Spicy Doves before riding off into the sunset on a jet ski. He hasn't been seen since. Things just ain't worked out for Tom since he arrived in the Dominican Republic, have they? Well, that's one way to put it. He's certainly not been shy of a scandal, to say the least. Nor has he been shy of a sandal, I suspect. Hey, eh? <laughs> Good one, Greg. Anyway, we now go live to the Dominican Republic where Bob awaits us. Hola, Bob. Hola, senors. Thanks for taking the time to join us here on WSN. No worries, lads. It's great to be invited onto the World Sports News Show. Uh, wolves. Huh? Uh, wolves. Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, it's wolf. wolf. Yeah, Wolverhampton might not worry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Bob. I think you've been mistaken. We're WSN as in Wolverhampton Sports News. Wolverhampton, Bob, as in sunny Wolverhampton here in the black country. Nothing hell. I turned down a slot with the BBC for this. Sorry. You definitely said world. 
Oh, well, no worries. Let's talk Caribbean Mega League. That's the spirit, Bob. So, Bob, tell us what's happened over there on the exciting final day of the debut season of the CML. Well, I don't know where to start, to be honest. We were expecting a scintillating end to the season with the top two teams both level on points at the start of the day. Leaders Jamrock Juniors were taking on Spicy Dubs at the Levi Roots Arena, whilst their rivals Moko Jumbies FC hosted Suriname Sharks, with all four teams fighting for their lives in one way or another. In the end, Jamtastic were held to a goalless draw, and that would give Jumbies a chance to overtake the Jamaicans if they could see off the Sharks. A tough result for Jamrock to take, but did it cost them? Well... The game in St Kitts was also held at 0-0 for the first hour, but with 20 minutes to go, the Sharks actually took the lead against the run of play in an attempt to make a late dash for a World Mega Shield place. I bet that made for a tense finish, considering the side they were looking to steal the spot from were indeed Republican rabbits. Exactly. But unfortunately, the Surinamese side fell at the late final hurdle as Petras Williams' late equaliser made it a one-all draw ultimately leaving both sides disappointed and handing the title to Jamrock on goal difference alone. Oh, wow, that that reminds me, Johnny, of the 1996 Kenyan Premier League title race where Kakamega homeboys were pipped to the post on the final day by Ngoza Sugar. Do you know, I don't think I'll ever forget that one. Anyway, so is Suriname failing to win? Did that mean that the Rabbits secured an all-important World Mega Shield spot, even without a manager? Well, this is where the plot thickens. Big Island Derby between Republican Rabbits and Vodou people actually ended goalless too, meaning that a win for Limbo Leopards or Ajax Arangestad would see them sneak into the top four. Keeping us in suspense, Bob, what happened? Limbo Leopards, who were playing bottom four club Redonda Rockies over in Antigua, lost 2-0. Wow. Does nobody want that final World Mega Shield spot? So with the results all somehow lining up for Republican Rabbits, there was just one more game to look out for. Dominica Dominoes, who are of course the Rabbits' biggest rivals and sit bottom of the table, hosted Ajax Arangestad, the smallest club in the league. And in emotional scenes at Lime Stadium, the Arubans snatched a 2-0 win to get into the top four for the first time this season. Again, wow. And with that, the tiny Caribbean club will join the lineup for the World Mega Shield at the expense of Republican Rabbits. A truly astonishing story. Bob, I've got to ask you this right now. Do you think the way this season has panned out for the Rabbits comes down to the manager's behaviour? Well, today's result can't be down to him really he wasn't even there come on bob you know what i'm getting at to be honest i've spent a lot of time with tom this season and i don't think he's a bad gaffer i think he's just a bit deranged that's an understatement roy king was deranged tom meadowcroft made the headlines over here more than any manager should in the foreign league First, there was that band for calling Jamrock Juniors Jamrock Junkies. Then there was a time he got knocked out by a player during a match. And then again a few weeks later by a fellow manager during an interview. And we've not mentioned the lawsuit either. 
Oh, yeah, the the porky Thermidor saga. Have we, have we missed anything out, Bob? Well, there was also the time he leaked news about next season's tournaments to the press whilst out at a bar. He publicly said that his goalkeeper smells like raw sewage. He verbally assaulted a fan on the, on the plane home from Bermuda. And for the past few weeks, he has been playing a 40-year-old Venezuelan in goal, which seems to be largely out of stubbornness. And just to reiterate, you think he's not a bad gaffer? Christ, I've seen less drama coming out of the episode of Caribbean Cops than what Thomas Johnson touched down over there. He's basically like some sort of weird Frankenstein combo of Mourinho and Bielsa, obviously without the managerial pedigree. I mean, I hope he's okay and hasn't washed up on some deserted island somewhere, but in terms of football management, I think it's probably for the best. He's certainly a crazy character. I just hope he's still alive, to be honest. Personally, I'd be surprised to see him in management again. Having said that, if he does rock up somewhere else, I'll be on the first flight to wherever he is. Never a dull interview with that bloke. Well, on that note, Bob, will call it a day. I think we'll move on with the show. But before we do, we'd like to say thanks for taking time to speak with us. And we look forward to seeing you over here for the World Mega Shield. So who are you fancying to lift the trophy at Wembley next month? Oh, now you've put me on the spot. It'll be interesting to see what the clubs from around the world bring to the table. I hear FC Maori are looking strong and I can't help but feel the Nordic Warriors will do well. But in terms of our teams, I'd say look out for Jamrock Juniors. They won the league despite playing half the season with just one striker and he was ancient. OK, Bob. Cheers. Next up on WSN, we head over to Tanzania's Mafia Island as Giovanni Malone tells us how his side is going to turn heads next month. We'll also be hearing from former Premier League legend and current Sporting Club Danes manager Thomas Graveson as he talks up his side's chances of global success. Stay tuned, folks, as we also have a Twitter Q&A coming up with Kishwali Old Boys duo Schumacher, Koali and Zalani Sikande. And if that wasn't enough, we'll also have a raw and emotional interview for Papua New Guinea as Stahl Gubag prepares to represent his nation on the big stage. Hello? Bob, it's me. I'm, I'm in the Solomon Islands. You fancy it? Podcast Network.